is following the ideology of set it and forget it. Mm. Um, in fact, I've heard some financial gurus online say Many. that that's what you want to do, eh? Set yeah. it and forget it. Um, but I don't believe and I don't subscribe to this idea. I think, yes, we here at the Walk Finance Podcast, we believe that investing is a long-term phenomenon. I think we should always think long-term. In fact, we should think in multi-decades. Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I'm doing very well. I'm doing very good. Uh, pretty excited at the point of recording this episode. Uh, we have a football game taking place this weekend and there's been a lot oh, of talk in our group chats um, <laughs> about this game. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not feeling 100%, but... There's no way I can miss this game. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Me and you are on the same team as well, man. So we got to put our all into it as well, man. Yeah, it's a dream team, but I know the position will be quite tough. So let, let's see how it goes. Come on, come on, come on. Nah, good to hear from my bro. And a massive shout out to our listeners. Hopefully you are doing well wherever you are. And whatever platform you're listening to this on, always remember to like, subscribe, comment, all of that good stuff. Um, and most importantly, we feel, share the conversation, whatever you hear share it with a friend, share it on your social media, or just share it in your next conversation that you have with someone about finance as well. So always appreciate your ongoing support. But listen, Jax, my regular touch on um a couple of things today. And this is going to be around fin- uh, financial habits. Here on the Walk Finance podcast, we always talk about being intentional and um having good money habits, man. It's so important. And it's something that we almost, I'll say we preach, right? Here on the podcast about having good money habits. Um, Generally, um, depending what people follow, um, how people develop on their finance journey, there are financial habits that people can pick up over time. And you know, um, on the face value um, side of things, they are good bits of advice and good financial habits. However, there are some that might sound quite good, but when you really look into it and take a deep dive into it, it can actually be a bit bad, I guess, for one's financial journey. So what we're going to do, we're going to touch on three financial habits that basically sound good, but are actually bad. Jacks. First one that comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, I think there's actually more than three, but I think these are three that um, I think are very, very prevalent. I've seen it happen. Um, I've experienced it myself. So hmm. uh, let's start with number one. Number one is all about saving and only thinking about the future. So we, we know that saving is good. We know that being intentional about our, our future self and securing our financial future is extremely important. But actually, sometimes uh, we get into these habits of only thinking about the future, you know, Mm. and we don't actually uh, remain or become intentional with actually uh, remaining present and enjoying today as well. So, you know, we we have moves like uh, the FIRE movement, which is a very popular movement uh, in the U.S., but it's also very popular here in the UK, which is all about uh, financial independence and retiring early. That's what the FIRE stands for, the acronym FIRE. RE. However, what we believe here on the Walk Finance Podcast is that we want to live a fulfilled and purposeful life today and tomorrow. So um, yes, it is good to um, avoid things like instant gratification, and that's good. 
um, and obviously exercise, delayed gratification. But I think sometimes a lot of people can take this too far um, and only think about the future. So much so, Peter, that sometimes even when the future comes, because guess what? The future does become a present. Mm. They then continue thinking about the future. So unfortunately, they never really get to benefit from the good decisions that they made by delaying gratification because they are always thinking about the future ahead. And and I think one of the dangers of that, you know, when the future does come, it could be a bit underwhelming. Because <laughs> you're yeah. thinking about the next after that, what next, what next, instead of actually being in the present and actually enjoying things step by step. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's been studies uh, that have been done um, where people, you know, speak to people, let's say on their deathbed. Uh, I know that sounds a bit gruesome, but uh, follow me here. Mm. And often one of the questions that they are asked is, you know, what are some of the regrets? And a lot of the time they say, you know, they regret maybe not actually enjoying the journey, mm. you know, and consistently uh, working too hard or spending too much time at work because, you know, that's that's what it is. You try to work so hard so you can make some money and, you know, secure your financial future. But, you know, sometimes the future comes and it's uh, on the deathbed. That's it. That's it. Um, no, absolutely. And here on, you know, on World Finance, we always talk about a few things about, you know, what one should really be doing with their money. Um, saving slash investing is obviously one of them, but you've got the other side of things, um, with spending, actually enjoying. I mean, for me, for example, um, I, I budget towards this pretty much every month. I'm gonna get yeah. some sort of body treatment, um, whether it's a facial, <laughs> a massage. Well, hey, listen, you gotta be in the moment and enjoy. I budgeted for it, I prepared for it. Um, and then the other one is giving, you know, if yeah. you're just saving, 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 when are you actually giving to others? Yeah, well, absolutely. Now, look, um, I, I am an advocate for sacrifice. You know, I, I do think sometimes there are periods in your life where you can say, you know, for this for this uh, period of my life, I am going to be a bit more aggressive with my uh, with my savings. We, we talked about uh, the gazelle intensity, for example. Right. I do think that's OK, but it has to be for a season. Yeah, I think that's that's the problem of sometimes when we, uh, you know, we we do something for a season or we say we're going to do it for a season, but then it becomes a lifelong habit. Peter, there's so many um, examples of people who have been very intentional, great savers throughout their working career. Mm. And then they get to retirement and they actually don't know how to spend their money and mm. they continue saving even in in retirement. Um, yeah, it's, it happens a lot. And mm. it's because they've built a habit of saving, which is a good habit, right? But now, look, at the end of the day, uh, there's a saying that, I mean, I'm not sure I agree with the saying itself, but it's say you don't want to die rich. But essentially what that means is you want to enjoy your money <laughs> yeah. and not just leave it all here, basically. Um, the whole essence of building up a strong pensions pot is so you can actually enjoy it in retirement, for example. Yes, of course, you can pass it down. And we, we do believe that a good man leaves an inheritance for uh, his children's children. But we do want to enjoy our money and not just save. Love it, love it, love it. And, you know, the key thing we said, you know, as you said, there is a season where you're going to have to make sacrifices and only just say, but the key thing we're talking about is habits, you know, when you're doing something consistently over months and years and it literally becomes the norm for you as well. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to a point where you don't even for the um, additional marginal benefit of saving anymore. And now you're just saving for the sake of saving sake. Yeah. And yeah, that, that feeling of <laughs> around coming to pensions and not knowing what to spend it on or being scared to spend it on, that is, yeah, yeah it's really. even scary to think about. 
yeah it's, it's it's actually a very real thing just not you know you get to that stage and it's you've just built up this habit over obviously decades yeah, yeah. so it's, it's then difficult to say okay now i am uh you know willing to actually enjoy my my labor where i've spent decades working and now it's time to enjoy it it's a habit and sometimes you have to break out of that habit and sometimes habits are actually born out of fear mm. and that's where we have to be very careful hmm. crazy 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 now the next one um yeah it's very interesting particularly for and uh, you know particularly for people that have what i would say you know quite a positive mindset and a positive mind frame um and you know when when we look at it, it can come across as you know a, a good thing right but unfortunately there can be times when this becomes um a bad thing as well so do you want to talk on about the next one yeah, so number two, number two is um about having or thinking that you've got an abundance mindset, but actually what you have is giving yourself the um opportunity to be irresponsible. Mm. Um, and 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 the reason why we, we, we say this is because yes, we know that generally speaking, we don't want to have the scarcity mindset, we don't want to have the lack mindset. Actually, it's quite similar to number one or the opposite of number one. We don't want to just save, save, save. Yes, we want to spend and we don't want to live in fear and we want to earn and have the belief that we can and we uh deserve to earn money. But a lot of the times, some people anyway, or one of the bad habits is you know thinking you've got an abundance mindset but what you really do have is a mindset that uh does not think about the future and is not very responsible mm. or a mindset that's not action taken for example so it's one of the things that can really really hurt people as an as, an, as a as a habit where you know you get money and you want to spend it all straight away and it doesn't matter what you spend it on you can you can you know you can uh justify any expenditure, <laughs> yeah, you know, most people can justify it. Yeah. People yeah. will say the clothes and stuff to make, make themselves feel better, but it could be anything. It could be anything. I think sometimes we demonize people that spend on material things and yeah. say, hey, you know, but guess what? If you are also spending even on experiences, which we do love yeah. and we think is great, but mm. if you're consistently spending all your money on experiences, that is also um a, a bad mindset, right? It's not a good mindset. It is essentially you spending money and not being very balanced and and intentional with your with your long-term budgeting so yeah, yeah it, it, it happens peter you know a lot of people uh you know believe in this abundance mindset um and again we as what we're saying here is we also believe that the abundance mindset generally can be a good thing but when it's done in an unhealthy way it then becomes a very very bad habit and um just to add to that as well peter you know I, i'm a christian you're a christian and uh, as Christians, we believe in faith, we believe in hope, we believe in abundance, we believe in, in uh, wealth, we believe in all these things. Um, and sometimes what I see, uh, and I hope no one has a go at me, has a go at me for this. I, I wanted to do an African accent because I can, I can just tell what you're about to say. Yeah, well, I, I have to be very honest, you know, sometimes we hear, you know, preachings <laughs> or, or prophecy of, of, of things like good wealth or good yeah. health. And, you know, uh, people, you know, jump at it and they, they shout amen. And yes, we believe that our God is our provider um, and he provides for us and he gives us peace, etc. But we have to put in the work. Faith without work is dead. Okay, mm. And so, you know, we can't just uh, uh, be irresponsible and then hide under the word of God and say that God provides yeah and, and i think that's that sometimes um kind of frustrate me as someone who's an advocate for 
action taking and especially financial education and guidance is that we again we cannot hide under the phrase god will provide in order for us to justify our irresponsibility um and that's just my personal belief anyway uh but yeah let's let's <laughs> if we go back to the financial side i think yeah the abundance mindset generally is a good mindset especially when it's done in a healthy way but we have to be very careful to not use it as a uh as a justification for irresponsibility and make that a habit of ours yeah which is very easy as i said sometimes it can come from a place of you know believing we're acting in a positive way and we're being positive about our future and stuff like that um but yes yeah, really important to be just careful about that absolutely absolutely cool um okay the third one oh interesting um and i'll say it's interesting because you know a lot of investors may have done this or would would want to think like this and it'll be interesting to really break this down because yeah it'll be interesting to break this down so do you want to go into this uh final one that we've yeah so the final one the third uh habit that can seem like a good habit but actually uh generally speaking is a bad habit is following the ideology of set it and forget it. Mm. Um, in fact, I've heard some financial gurus online saying really? that that's what you want to do, eh? Set yeah. it and forget it. Um, but I don't believe and I don't subscribe to this idea. I think, yes, we here at the Walk Finance Podcast, we believe that investing is a long-term phenomenon. I think we should always think long-term. In fact, we should think in multi-decades. But I think what is very dangerous about the whole idea of set it and forget it is it removes a level of again that word again responsibility mm-hmm. right um setting it and forgetting it for me is just banking on hope mm. rather than actually banking on a level of you know intervention and responsibility on your behalf so yeah that's what i mean peter you know, look we do believe that it's good to keep things simple it's good to have uh you know an investment plan that you're you're following and yes you can set up things like automations where every single month you get paid uh you allocate a proportion of your income towards investing whether that's for your pension or other investment accounts and that's a great way to start and i think yes you can set it that way but i wouldn't say forget it Mm. Um, I would say it's extremely important, Peter, that people do reviews um, often, not too often, but often enough per year. Yeah, because forget it literally imp- implies that it's permanent. You don't ever check it, um, but that is not the case. Um, and I think yeah. what, you know, when you hear financial gurus say that what they're really trying to say is that you shouldn't be you know um checking it every day and stressing about it It should be something particularly when they're referring to sort of the set it and forget it um terminology but you should be reviewing it but over a longer period so you you know you said often um for example me i'm probably like four times a year as an example depending on what part of my portfolio um so yeah and, and then it depends on what it is actually um, if it is something that you are investing over the long term and it's fairly low risk, that might apply more. But even that, you're never going to forget it. You do want to review it. It just might be a longer time period. 
Yeah, I guess what 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 the phrase probably should be is set it and don't totally forget it. That's <laughs> right. It. Yeah. So yes, it's it's good. You know, you, you don't want to be meddling with your investments too mm. often because often that causes us to make what we call irrational decisions. Absolutely. Um, but yes, I think uh for for a general uh financial plan which you should create or, or at least on a yearly basis, you should review it at least. Um, every two um, every six months or twice a year and of course on an ad hoc basis if something in your personal life changes mm. so yes I, we don't you know again the idea that the, the phrase if it sounds good oh set it and forget it and I also think it's lazy <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's very lazy and as human beings we love laziness we like mm. to take the the path of least, least resistance um, so when we hear phrases like, hey, set it and forget it, all you have got to do is set it and forget it. It mm. sounds very good. And we want to subscribe <laughs> to the idea, right? Sounds super easy. <laughs> <laughs> we like easy things, right? We like the powerful <laughs> least resistance. But the truth of the matter is, yes, you want to keep it simple. I totally agree with that. Um, but you want to at least review it. Uh, twice a year or probably better on a quarterly basis but definitely twice a year and on, on an and on an ad hoc basis if something in your life changes good 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 stuff man i love it now um jacks for the listener um who's heard this um and we've obviously said we're just touching on free financial habits that sound good but um actually maybe um not so good or bad um you know there are a few more as well but for the listener hearing this and who's maybe been doing one or two or even three of these things and all this time they'll be thinking oh, i've been you know doing very well on my personal finance journey i've been saving 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 not spending nothing thinking about what I'm going to spend in my future and all of that stuff. I've got an abundance mindset. Um, yeah. And I'm doing the whole investing and forget it um, journey as well. What, what's some, I guess, encouragement for that listener? Well, I think, you know, generally when someone says, Hey, you know, Jax, I've been saving, uh, I've been, <laughs> you know, I have an abundance mindset and I've been setting and forgetting it. It sounds like an amazing thing to do. Right. <laughs> In fact, generally, I'll say that person probably is doing better financially than 90% of the population, right? So I would say, look, um, you are not too far off. Mm. These are generally good habits, Mm. but it becomes a bad habit when it becomes unhealthy. Mm. Okay, So saving is a good habit. Having an abundance mindset generally is a good habit, right? Setting and forgetting it is not, but being, uh, you know, not being too flamboyant with your investment style is also a good mindset, right? Mm. But generally speaking, a lot of people, unfortunately, once they get into these good habits and they see that, yes, it is uh, quite beneficial, they can't take it too far. They can't take it too far because like everything in life, when it feels good, it can become an addiction. Mm. That's what these things can potentially be. Saving too much can be an addiction, Mm. right? Spending too much is an addiction. Hmm. Just setting something or forgetting it is just pure. (laughs) (laughs) That's just pure laziness, right? But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, in order to answer your question, Peter, I think, look, that person probably on a financial level has done pretty well Mm. and is actually pretty good, right? For for that, for um, until they've told me this. And I think then we have to sit down and plan how, you know, how we can move going forward because the longer these things go on, 
then you're getting closer to the actual consequence of these decisions, mm. right? Which is the bad consequence. Doing these things in a short period of time, Peter, is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Doing it over a long period of time come with diabolical consequences. So I think for me, Peter, what I'll do is I'll highlight uh, the potential consequences of oversaving or overspending um, and just setting and forgetting it. And then obviously assess how we can change that. So how mm. I think the solution, Peter, I think we both know the solution to this is to have a well thought out spending plan or mm. budget where you allocate some money to savings and you allocate some money to having fun as well. Mm. That way you kill two birds with one stone or you account for both these things that are very much important to having a uh, rich, purposeful and joyful financial life. Mm. Um, and then I would also say, you know, yes, have your plan, but please do review it every six months. Love it, love it, love it, man. Love it. I'm hearing the word balance come to mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be balanced as much as you can within the season that you're at. Yes. So, yes, there will be some seasons where you do need to save more um, and spend less, right? And there will be seasons where you need to spend more and save less, right? The example we use is someone who's about to retire. That person does not need to save any more money, (laughs) right? They they need to really be spending (laughs) down their, their pension pot. Yeah. Um, and there are times where if you are someone who's struggling in debt, for example, then you definitely need to save more than you need to be spending. So it depends on what season you are. You can adjust, but you don't want to do it for too long in one. You don't want to do one thing for too long. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, over the past, you know, 13 months, so we've been talking a lot about the economic climate we're in. Right. Um, and a lot of our well could I say messaging but some of our discussions have been around you know preparing for the environment we're in so we might need to be thinking a bit more about you know saving more building up an emergency fund etc but that's in relation to the current season we're in rather than you know um living a full life of consistently saving and doing nothing else for example so yeah. you're, you're so right man it's about the season you're in and as we were saying on the on world finance man it, it's all personal to your own circumstances yeah i think the two key words that i will bring out of this is uh be balanced and be flexible those are the two key words love it love it balanced and flexible brilliant man uh listen we're gonna give a shout out before we uh cut off or we're gonna give a shout out to where we're getting listeners from um and we're gonna give a shout out to some of our new listeners in sydney Australia. I mean, the first time I came across the country was when um, I watched the Olympics. Listen, Um, that was my introduction to the Olympics, you know. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, it was such a big thing. My primary school teacher was Australian, so he made us proper watch it in primary school as well. <laughs> that, that makes sense. That makes sense. It, it's interesting. We had quite a lot of um, Australian PE teachers. I think my mom was Australian as well. Mm. Um, so welcome to the Walk Finance podcast. Welcome to Sydney. Um, you're here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do, because World Finance is much more than just a podcast, we serve here in the community here in the UK, head over to www.wokefinance.co.uk. That's www.wokefinance.co.uk. And if you want to follow us on our socials, we are predominantly on Instagram. That will be at Woke Finance Team. Again, that's at Woke Finance Team. 
But I hope you're enjoying. I hope you are gaining tons of value. And I hope you guys are enjoying much better weather than we are here in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely are. They definitely are over there in Australia. Um, But yeah, massive shout out to you over there and to our listeners all over the world. But no, Jax, this has been good, man. Um, And yeah, so important. I'm sure uh, maybe um in future as well, we can touch on some other financial habits. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's quite a few. But I think these three are the ones that sound like they're very good pieces of advice but generally they're not and i think um these are probably the top three love it love it love it man thank you very much jacks for your time as per usual until the next time and remember all stay stay woke. woke